Welcome to Outside the 9 to 5. I don't know what that just was, but this is Kevin Hartnett. And I'm Colton Richards. And you're listening to the Outside the 9 to 5 podcast. A show where we discuss the challenges we face on a day-to-day basis with our careers, relationships, and fitness and nutrition. We'd like to keep it light as we discuss some of the life battles we, and I'm sure some of you, deal with on a daily basis. So sit down, strap in, and enjoy the ride. It's been a minute here. Yeah, just finished up a nice workout. It's early. It's an early morning session here. It's like uh, 7 a.m. Yeah, in classic Kevin and Colton fashion, we, we had a bike and a run, and we were on the bike. We were discussing pacing for the run. We were oh, like, yeah. yeah, we'll probably run somewhere between 8.45 and, and 9 minutes. And the first mile, is it's like half flat and then half uphill. Colton breaks it out in a 6.55 mile. I, you I love to see it. <laughs> just dusted me. Well, I was just I, – I, when we were kind of getting ready to start this podcast, I was trying to think why – that happened, and maybe, I, dude, we haven't worked out together. And uh, I guess we swam, but swimming's not really. It doesn't feel like we're actually training together because yeah. you're just really not. But we haven't really done a bike or run workout together in probably a couple of weeks, so that was. Maybe it could have been that. I don't know. Just feeling juiced. I don't know. It's interesting. I felt just good though. Hyped up. Oh, you I were told just you. ready to burn my ass. I yeah, <laughs> just I dust was. you. No, no. Um, I watched Unbroken last night, so maybe it was that too. It could have been a little bit of that. I don't know. I was feeling feeling good, but uh, what did I want to talk about today? Oh, I had a topic, dude. This is coming off of like the last two to three weeks we both had. I think I texted you yesterday, and I really meant what I said in that text. But I feel like I can just tell in your demeanor that you have wholeheartedly adjusted your focus, and now you're trending positively. And I, I just feel that aura from you that like now you know what you're doing with the Iron Man. It feels like you're like back on the ball, like where you were. Do you feel that way now? Like, do you feel like you had, like, a day or a moment where you're like, oh, wow, I'm back on my grind? Yeah, yeah. I, I, can, I can't point to a specific day, but I, I want to say after we had that podcast, yeah. it was saying it out loud and thinking about it for basically a whole week. Yeah. I came to terms with the fact that my reality the reality of the situation was I'm living in a little bit of a limbo yep there's a lot of unknowns but what I can do is just continue to train and continue to stay fit and so just having that mindset of like okay well I'm just gonna keep doing the workouts until I figure out what happens uh, I don't know I guess just I'm so preoccupied with so many different things that I don't think I have a lot of time to think about like oh well Will this Iron Man happen? Like, ask myself those questions. That's good that you do that because I it was in the other camp. If and I told my mom this for Easter last weekend, I have never been closer to quitting a goal in my life. So the fact that you can hang in that limbo and work towards that because now there's a more firm date around what you're doing, but last week there wasn't. Like I feel like if I was you in that circumstance, dude, I would have felt like I would have stopped training. Like how did you tell yourself? Like, how did you get yourself to get out of bed in the morning? Like that's so hard not knowing where you're going to in theory. Yeah. I, I think I also shifted my mindset uh, a little bit about training. So if the Ironman was going to be on April, what? 25th. Yeah. I was taking like, I'm very, a very serious, very strict, very regimented. 
And then I took a little bit of a, I guess you could say mental break in the fact that like, okay, like I'll, I'll figure out when to do these workouts when I can. Yeah. And then I also started, like I jumped back into CrossFit, which I knew like I needed. It's it's just awesome to be back with that group of people as well, even though it's once a week and I'm destroyed after. Yeah. It was good to get that. It, you get a different feeling, like it's a different type of high after that workout. Agreed. Where you really go hard as shit for 10 minutes and then you're done. And then you're sore for the next few days and it's not like running or biking six or four hours sore. Yeah, you're right. Like pure exhaustion. It's more of like, okay, you're, you've done something. You've torn – you've broken down some muscle and you're getting stronger. So – yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely adding that and shifting the mindset of like, I don't know when this Ironman's going to be. So just like think about f- listening to your body and try not to get injured is the biggest. So thing for you're me. living in this, not like I don't want, I don't want to say balance between training for the Ironman and continuing to focus on other areas of your life. But that's so hard for me, and I think that goes back to why I probably would have stopped training. Like I either need a destination or I'm not tracking towards yeah i did it i did stop training last year and maybe that has a little bit something to do with it because i did all the work and then i stopped training Mm. and in reality i wouldn't there wouldn't have been a way for me to do an ironman yeah like an act the actual race last year so i guess in hindsight it made sense for me to stop but i already did that once and to put in so much work and just stop i I wasn't (laughs) wasn't about to do it again so I just want to really maintain where I'm at. I mean, I we we're at this point where we're like I ran 11 miles on Sunday and at like a seven a sub eight pace. And if you it look back, great. just to reflect on that, we struggled to run at a 9:15 pace for an hour. You know, five months ago. Yeah, yeah. So thinking about losing all of that was the pain of that thought it was way greater than the pain of just continuing to chug along. Did you hear like did you read anything? Did you hear anything? Cuz what I hear you saying is you almost pivoted, dude. I mean, that's the reality of the situation. You pivoted positively. I've thrown that term around. I think Forsella, you know, mentioned it mentions it on his podcast, but like did you hear anything or was it just like a work through process for you? Cuz yeah. I feel like I'm still working through my situation with it like yeah. mentally. Yeah. But, no, I I came to turn. I just came to terms with like, <laughs> really, the reality of the situation is like, not knowing if I'm gonna be able to do the race this year, but knowing that I'm gonna continue to train and do everything I can to, if the opportunity presents itself, make it a reality. And I, I guess I'm. Con- I was confident that the rea- like the, so one like one opportunity would present itself. Like all I needed was one. Yeah. And so I forget what, like the end of last week, I got an email from Iron Man saying they rescheduled it to October 9th. Mm-hmm. So that was awesome just to have like an, an actual clarity on the date. It was so funny, the email too. Like, <laughs> the, I, I mean, the Iron Man organization is an absolute piece of shit organization. Yeah. It was like four, dif- four options. One was to defer to next year. And I was like, there's no effing way I'm doing that. The other was to do the rescheduled race on October 9th or Indiana, which was also in October. Yeah. Or uh, some uh, another Texas one in October. So I was like, okay, well, 
I guess I'm just doing the one I already did. Yeah. I signed up for. And it said explicitly in there, no refunds. No refunds. You ain't getting your money back. Love that. <laughs> we already put that revenue on the balance yeah. sheet. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So, I mean, whatever. I have clarity on the situation. And, you know, I have something to work towards. And, yeah. I well, mean, that's that's – that was definitely the a bonus to get that clarity at the end of last week, but I had made the decision in my mind that I was going to continue to train for the next five, six months. That's so good, dude. I can tell in your attitude, and I meant that in the text. Like I could just tell in every little action. It just felt like I could just sense it's crazy that I feel this way. And correct me if I'm wrong here, I could be totally off base, but I just felt like your aura was literally different, like your energy. Like I don't know what it was, but I felt it. Like over the last week, it just be in a – better spot i don't know that's just me being around you i could have be i could be totally off here no no i i think you're right i think i just took like i i started maybe integrating a little bit more balance in my in my life over the past few weeks just because i feel like i've been we've been in this place where we're just hammering all the time and you know i feel like i need the the breaks after a long a long day like just sitting on the couch and chilling and listening to music or maybe it's having like a drink yeah. with dinner uh like i love tequila so like having Shout out tequila having having some tequila on the rocks like not anything that's gonna really get me drunk or hurt my recovery but just a little like treat at the end of the day mm-hmm. um just to treat my to reward myself for the hard work that i've been putting in that's a good note I feel like it's been a good little piece, and I've almost taken. I have haven't taken a break, but I've taken a break. Yeah, if that makes sense. Mentally, I mean, like mentally. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and I've also taken a little bit of a different approach to like training of of like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get out there and like have a little more fun with it, and not necessarily like focus too much on my pace or my heart rate. And, consequently you're doing good you're doing amazing in training yeah i know know? yeah it's funny how like you take a little bit of a lighter approach and like you start see reaping the rewards it's it's weird and what do what do you still you said you you mentioned you're still struggling with the mindset so what what specifically are you still struggling with and i wouldn't say i feel i over the past few weeks i've kind of sensed that a little bit but i don't think it's been very significant from my point of view maybe so before I get into that, I just want to say, dude, it's so tough for me to even think about other things besides this Ironman and work. I mentioned that to you yesterday, like last week because we didn't obviously publish a podcast. But for me, it's just really consuming my thoughts. And what I'm struggling with is how much mental energy it is taking me to feel like this goal is still alive. Like I'm so worried I could check out at any moment. It's so weird. I I told that to my mom on Easter. I was like, the amount of energy I feel like I have to mentally put into this task to achieve it is more than anything I've ever done in my life. I I don't know how else to describe it because it's not the physical thing anymore because I'm good with workouts. I'm good with long workouts. Like I'll, I'll get it done. But dude, it's just the mental battle every day to be like, all right, you got to stretch for an hour so you don't have knee pain. All right, you got to, you know, do this hour and a half bike. It's just, I, for me, it it's really consuming a lot of my thoughts. And I think to your energy point, I literally, I'm almost putting blinders on the world right now, which 
I've talked about kind of doing before, but this yeah. is I'm so close to race day for me that now I, you know, I'm so focused on this endeavor. So that's where I would say my mentality is. What What makes you feel that you could check out at any moment? I feel like there's such an easy excuse or there's such an easy out for me to say, you know, Iron Man's not putting out the race, right? No one would fault me for saying, Colton, you don't have to go and do this. You don't have to go and do the event by yourself. You know, hire medical staff, get, you know, you, Alex, everyone to drive four hours to try and support you through this. You know, no one would fault me for that. No, I think (laughs) people have been trying to, like, prevent you from doing it. Not not maliciously, but... It's been the, the opposite, right? And so th- that's actually what I want to Maybe tell that's what it is, yeah. And so that – exactly, right? So that's what I want to talk about because I've been playing with this thought a lot is how much do you need people around you to support your goals? Because I feel like we talk about how important it is to have people in your inner circle to get you to that next level. But candidly, this has been an extremely different experience for me in tracking towards a goal in that – Two Sundays ago, I legitimately was probably about a minute away from quitting on this thing, and it felt like no one was in my corner. And I thought to myself, is this what chasing something hard is? Is it when you feel like you're backed into a corner and no one is around you, but ultimately you know how bad you want to accomplish something? Like, that's my thought. Like, how, how much do you actually need people you're close to to help you succeed? Have you... Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I, I, it's it seems like the, like how much you need people around you to support you is. I don't know if that's the right question. Okay, if that makes sense. What like, would, what do you think it is? Maybe it's, what are the expectations that you have for the people around you to support you for the goals? Like, unpack that for me. What do you mean? For example, not to. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but like when I train for a half Ironman, obviously much less, much lower amount of training. Always, but I, it's relative, bro. I did it. I, I did that all myself, and the I, I mean the expectation was like, I mean no one's no one else is doing this with me, so mm-hmm. why would anyone else? I guess I don't expect that support from other people, so I don't, I don't solicit it. Like I don't ask people about it and expect support. Mm. So I don't ask people about it. That's a good if, note. If that's if that makes sense. Well, so like in this situation where it, the people you expect the people around you and the people closest to you, you expect them to support their goals, your goals. Right. But that's not always the reality of the situation when you're doing things that are so out there. Yeah. Right. That's a good From point. From like what a normal person is doing on a day-to-day basis. That's a good point. And I think this was a learning experience for me because I wholeheartedly love the people I'm around. And I mean, I talked about my mom and I'm in a great spot with her now after talking through this situation. But for me, I took it as a learning experience. Like, dude, sometimes it's going to be all on you to get the ball over the, you know, get the ball in the end zone. And I felt that honestly. So Maybe to your point, I got not lower expectations. I feel like that's a horrible way to position it in my head. But realize, don't expect people to, I mean, help you get the ball in the end zone. I think it, you got to take full responsibility to achieve whatever you're setting out to do by yourself ultimately. And I feel like that's a bleak place to be, but I don't know. I feel like I learned that through that this process. I, 
Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that does make sense. It it see it seems like when you not to have lower expectations, but sometimes we go to these people that are closest to us to to hear what we want to hear, and then when they don't say that, it becomes like it, it just becomes something that you feel is like pulling you back or yeah there's friction there there's friction because they're not going to be able to read your mind right that's a good point so in in just realizing that that no one else is going to understand how you're feeling in these situations yeah you're going to be in these types of goals you're going to be all by yourself yeah and that's the reality of the situation like no one's going to know what it feels like most people aren't going to know what it feels like to finish a 18 mile run a day after you do a fucking 70 mile bike yeah and like where you are physically and mentally after that that's a good point so and the the other quotes i'm just throwing her out of my head bro because i've really been trying to unpack this situation and i don't think you i don't think you should look for other not that you're doing this but like look for other people to approve of what you're doing because you don't need the approval of other people. So two things. Beautiful. That's where I was going to go with this. I, I was like, dude, take personal responsibility for your goals. You can't expect other people to have as much belief in yourself as you as you do. That's what I kind of ended up laying on. was like, no one will believe in Colton Richards as much as Colton Richards. You but, know? Yeah, that's a great that's a great thing. I feel like for most people, it's the other way around. What? That they need like other people? People believe in other people more than they believe in themselves. And I mean, maybe growing up you need that. But for me, I, I feel like some of the experiences I've had and where I've been successful, I've seen that I don't really necessarily need people to believe in me as long as I believe in myself. Like, And I, I feel like I've shown up to some endeavors in my life and been really proud of the outcome. So for me, that allows me to believe, regardless of how I feel external circumstances are going, that I can accomplish this. But... Dude, it's definitely a hard battle, man. I, I, and I, like I said two seconds ago before we started talking, going down this path, but I just, it's hard for me to focus on anything but this and my job. It's so hard. And I, I feel for people that are ch- chasing goals like this, like whatever the goal is, again, it's all relative, in my opinion, if we're working to a marathon, half marathon, like whatever it is chasing a job promotion, I feel for people, you know, it's, it's tough because you do sometimes feel alone in these journeys, but I think that's probably what's going to make it special for me, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think it definitely will make it like that specific piece of the equation will make it special for you. Do you think maybe you focus too much on maybe thinking about the Ironman? Because I don't know how I'm, not to I'm think just, about it. I'm just, I'm just curious. Like, do you? I feel like you journal about it. Like, you think about it. You're, you're doing like you're constantly thinking about the workouts and and the prehab that you're doing. Yeah. Not all these aren't bad things. I'm not saying them like they're bad things. But do you think because you're just you're thinking of you're only giving your yourself those two things to think about that maybe that's creating like a mental imbalance for you probably I would. which which isn't necessarily a bad thing right like people who find success in different things are going to have imbalances i feel like i'm not off kilter am i excited about the summer to go you know 
hang out with my boys on Memorial Day weekend for sure, dude. Yeah. Like I'm thinking about those things, but again, that's where it's so tricky for me because I'm worried if I start thinking about that, I'm going to start faltering in this area of the Ironman or faltering in work. But to your point, someone asked me the other day, how do you know so much about the industry I'm in? Right. Cause I'm only, I'm, I'm about to be three years at my job. And that's wild to think. About. <laughs> I, I'm only three years out of college, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. and this person's two years out and they asked me like, how do you know so much about this? And I thought to myself, dude, I just, this is all I think about. You know, I think about my job on Saturdays and Sundays. Like, I read stuff on Saturdays. Like, that's just who You're just I a am. student of the industry. You're a student of your job. You're a student of... The Iron Man every, stuff. Yeah. You know? So, for me, I found that has helped me. But to your point and what you're doing a beautiful job of, and something I definitely need to learn how to do, because what the path I'm on right now, I'll say this 100%, is not something sustainable. No. I will never be able to sustain this for the rest of my life. Right. It is just certainly not something I have the capability to do. And I don't know. I think in some periods of my life, I need to have that imbalance. But something my mom and I always unpack is like, I got to find a gray area. I can't be black and white in life. So to your point, yes, I would say I'm very imbalanced right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I wasn't, it's not a bad thing. I'm just, I'm just talking out loud here. It's but. a good note. Yeah, to get through these types of situations, you're gonna have to find a little imbalance um, within within your life. Yeah. And I'm gonna, I'll probably, I'll probably hit the same point at, at like probably later in the year where a I'm just out. Like, yeah, where I'm just training constantly and thinking about the Ironman. So yeah, I I say like life's life's like ebbs and flows. I it mean, does. And the but yeah, you you has got to be a little bit more gray area for uh, me. In, some in in your life, I would say. Um, and here's a gray area that I'm trying to practice. I don't know how well it's been going, but I'll watch a movie at night, and people are like, "I mean, dude, I need to ment." So this is actually what I have been trying to do. I do it in a daily basis. I just try and shut down after seven thirty, like real. Reality speaking, I like to eat dinner and just literally watch YouTube videos. Yeah, that's, I, yeah, that's I've noticed that a little bit more. It's like you've, I, I hear your fucking movies going on like when I'm outside the house walking the dogs at night. And, and so, and this is a learning experience for me, like decompressing on a daily basis versus just on the weekends. And I never, I didn't even think we were going to go here, but it's a good, it's a good point. When I got out of college, I heard all these people talking about how much you need to work, bro. And I was all about that life. And you you saw me at the job. But I think that really broke me down in, in terms of the fact like I never stopped thinking about, all right, task, 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 task. And again, I don't think that's a great way to live. I don't really feel like I was happy. And I am happy now. I obviously have a lot of stress in my life, but I am trying to mentally decompress for like an hour two hours every night i'm not you know i'm not doing work until i'm not reading up on real estate markets you know like i was when i was working 10 hour days and then i come home and try and research real estate for you know two hours that's i'm trying to you know find balance it, it's so it's so nuanced though dude because then i hear myself and it's like do i not want to accomplish do i not want to get into real estate you know yeah i i I think it's a little bit more like you could take a little bit of a scientific approach to this is 
you're going to have, let's say, I, I want to say most people probably have, and this is absolute just bro science right we're all, here, like we're four all to feelings. five really productive hours in the day, and I feel like that's a stretch. Yeah. Like you can fully focus for like four to five hours during the day, and then after that, it's it, it's it starts to decline mm. severely. Yeah. And I feel like for me, it's probably like closer to four. Yeah. But when you work a full day and then you come home and then you try to do the, do that, your the amount of work that you're doing, like the marginal benefit versus the marginal cost, is. I, I feel like the cost outweighs the benefit. I see what you're saying. Where, I totally agree. Where with you. The, like you would have more benefit if you just decompress mentally and got yourself recharged for the next day. I totally agree with you. So and. I, I maybe didn't position it as articulately as you did. I totally agree with you. I think the marginal benefit of me trying to do work from seven to eight to nine, again, when I say work, it's loose, whether it's the podcast, whether it's reading, right? For me, that is not what I consider decompressing. I consider that work, regardless if it's my job, right? It's outside the nine to five, but you're 100% spot on. The marginal benefit of doing that is awful. Yeah, like the, I try to reserve for example, things that don't take a lot of mental energy for the afternoons, like because I know I'm mental, mentally better in the morning. Some people it's the opposite, opposite, but like do the tasks that aren't going to take a, a lot of mental energy later in the day. And the reason I do that is because my mental awareness is just shot. And at, I don't know if people think the about that enough. Day. Because again, I'll position it like this. When I got into the work environment, everyone could see what you were doing and it was like, do you really have to be at your desk? for nine hours a day i don't know i I think that is kind of gone out the window with this virtual environment but it's an interesting concept like i would say i'm more efficient you know say i do eight hours of work during the week and a couple hours on the weekend like if i go for an hour walk during the middle of the day i would say that makes me as an employee more efficient long term would you agree with that like little breaks and sparsing out your work yeah, I mean, it's the classic, you're at your desk for nine hours, but you do work for, what, three? Yeah. Versus, like, you're at your desk for six and you do work for five. You're right. So, which one's better? In in a corporate world, the one that would be preferred would be the nine and nine hours and three. But in maybe a smaller, more rational environment, the six and five is going to win every single time. And so that's where I think I, I I would love if everyone that listened to this podcast read this book, but Lynchpin, I just read it. Phenomenal book. Um, why am I forgetting the name of the person? Seth Godin. Seth Godin wrote it. But I think you still see elements in white collar jobs of like a factory output, right? That the amount of hours you put down gets you a desired output. I think that thinking is pretty flawed, to be honest with you. And I'm only starting to understand this as we transition to this virtual environment that I'm being more productive, taking more breaks, taking mental checks, and that I have the ability to do better work in, I would say, a shorter time period. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would totally agree with that. Like you need more, more small breaks are better than uh, like long drawn out uh periods of work with like a longer break you're good at that i think you've always kind of practiced that though mental checks you're like really aware when you're losing focus 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like it's been, I've been way more in tune with that because I've been studying so much. How's the test studying uh, go? It's going along. Uh, this one I, was easy. It was all on investments. So you live and breathe. I felt like I hadn't under like retained any, any of my knowledge for the past four years or five years that I've been in the industry because the information is just so intense yeah. over the past few courses, but it was nice to get some, get some review on this one. When are you planning to take the like big exam? Uh, after I, I mean, I have a test this week and then I have two more courses. So before probably. end of year, you think? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm thinking like June. So you're going to be dialed in this summer. July. You got the yeah. test, hypothetically, the race. Yeah. I, I'm try, I want to get the test done, like, and out of the, like, not to make it sound like I'm not excited for this, but it's out of the way. Yeah. And so I can just enjoy my summer rather than having to study inside all the time and stress about it. But I, I wanted to ask you, I want to go back because you mentioned – I don't know when you mentioned this, but you kind of said off the cuff, and maybe this relates back to why it's been mentally challenging for you that you might just do three Ironmans this year or two Ironmans yeah. this year. What have you thought about that at all, or was that just an off the cuff comment, or like, what are your thoughts on <coughs> like the rest of your year? The rest of my year, yeah. Because I know you're trying really hard not to think past the Ironman. I'm not it, yeah, but the reality of the situation is, is like you probably have. Yeah. Have. So just curious. Um, so I mentioned my gut for, for me, my gut tells me that I'm not going to feel like I've accomplished everything I've wanted to accomplish with this Ironman training. If I just do this on May 8th, you know, outside of, I don't know if it's, I don't know how to word it, but something tells me in my gut that like I can do more. But again, I don't know how this month, next month of training is going to go and how mentally taxing it's going to be on me. So I want to give myself that ability to think through it logically and emotionally after I accomplish the race. Again, I've never done a 12-hour endurance event, so I don't know what how I'm going to feel. But yeah, James Lawrence is doing 100 Ironmans in 100 days. I'd love to do like a lighter Ironman in that setting. Yeah. And then... You know, I can't get a refund, so who's to say I don't do the one in Texas? I, dude, I, again, there's a lot of variables up in the air, um, and I said it. I, I want to enjoy my summer, and I'm usually an all-in, all-out type of person, so it, it's, I don't know. I, my gut tells me I want to do more, but again, I think it's going to come down to how I feel mentally and emotionally after this after this race. Yeah, what, I, I think that's a good good way to approach it i mean yeah i think it's a good way to approach it i i for me you, you said though you, like you said something there like you don't feel like you're gonna you would have accomplished everything you set out to accomplish with the iron man like what what makes you say that now because i feel like you had you had like a perspective shift of doing this on on may 8th yep but now you're say, saying something like, it, it sounds like a little bit different or maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong and I didn't understand that um, initially. I don't know if it's different, bro. I think I don't know. Maybe I just believe in myself even more now after training. Like maybe I can do more than one Ironman in a year. Yeah, I don't what think if, it's crazy to think you could do that. That's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. like 
is my mental limit, is my physical limit really one Ironman? I don't know. Maybe I can do three in 2021. And now as I'm unpacking and I say it to the world, it's like, dude, you better step up and do it. But no, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Because, dude, I do love CrossFit. I'd love to – I've always talked about owning a gym and stuff like that. So I don't know. I got to see where the path kind of takes me post-Ironman because one thing I've learned is I kind of want to go with the flow. And when I say go with the flow, that doesn't mean I don't work towards anything. But I do want to see kind of what comes down – comes down the road after this i mean i don't know uh, yeah. yeah what are you excited for i mean i think you have a couple things on the books right what am i excited for uh not to force you to think past the iron yeah, man yeah. what am here, i excited but... for dude i can't even think about it honestly it's it... you got a trip out to the west coast or uh, yeah west? I, I do want to get out to scottsdale um Arizona, shout out to my buddy that's out there and just moved. Yeah, I'd love to. I mean, with this virtual environment we're working in, man, I think for me, I've realized how much I like being on the go. I mean, I've been home. I don't even think I've been home one weekend this month in the last three weeks. I haven't. You know, I just like the aspect of being on the go, doing things. So, yeah, me traveling post Ironman, you know, getting to the beach, getting my tan on. I don't know. What are you excited for? All, all oiled up, getting the tan on. <laughs> I'm not doing. I'm not doing oil, dude. I don't want skin cancer. Oh man, what am I excited for? I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, the rest of my year looks like a, a lot of like pretty much the same as the beginning. So, I'm excited to finish my my test. Obviously, I'm excited to uh, finish our my foundation consulting project, which yeah. I've been working on. So, when's that? For those over? things to close out. Um, what may like late late may both of those things are phenomenal uh a phenomenal example of not necessarily loving the process you know like the test and that consulting gig because you love what you're doing and you love the end result but the process kind of stinks yeah studying and doing consulting conversation like late night seven o'clock consulting calls on zoom yeah yeah a little bit rough but yeah i mean i'm excited for the summer i'm excited for warm weather maybe a little bit less uh restrictions maybe take the mask off no dude don't throw oh, that stuff around. whoa 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 easy easy i do people are throwing <laughs> that vaccine question at me and i'm i'm a little bit taken back I, I, oh really like people at work or people everywhere bro. really everywhere yeah i think i asked you about it right yeah yeah uh yeah we're, we're i'm not gonna get into that right now but yeah i don't think this is the time and place, place for a vaccine talk <laughs> no it's not that's it dude i mean that was only 35 minutes but i think we unpacked a lot that I feel. was all over the place for 35 minutes we're shorter we were cooking we were cooking we get a lot Woo! of information out there shortly flying it's it's so tough with this podcast man and i think it's just interesting for people you know as we kind of do it I would love to discuss other topics, but candidly, I feel like that would be so forced because the only topics I can think about are work in this Ironman. It's so nuts, you know. Like, yeah, you're holding me back, man. I'm, hold, I'm holding you back. <laughs> I'm joking. What I'm topics joking. do you want to? Do? I'm joking. I'm. I mean, this these these are the things that are relevant in our lives. So, and that's all we can talk about. Somewhat relevant in yours, then listen. If not, then I guess to tune out. That's true. That's true. <laughs> But, dude, this shit's applicable to anything everyone's working on, man. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree. 
Everyone's got complex relationships. Everyone's working. Everyone should people. listen to our podcast. Oh, that's <laughs> cocky, bro. That's cocky. <laughs> yeah, if you guys do enjoy the podcast, please rate, review, like, share, Subscribe. all that good stuff. We we do see, and this is the thing. You asked me what's post Iron Man, dude. I want to travel and get people on this podcast. You know, I want to. Yeah, that would be fun. I want to blow this thing to the moon. <laughs> I thought you were just going to put a period after that. I want to blow this thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd be down to blow this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's we're going to end it there. Yeah. All right.